This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. Spanning the globe, you are listening to the Barcade Podcast. Wait a second. No, let me try that again. You are listening to the Blockade Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, a.k.a. Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, Jared Morgan, halfway across the world. That's right, in Studio North Lakes this morning because I slept in. Because uh, <laughs> this is Monday. It is actually Monday today. We're a little bit late doing the podcast. Um, and because uh, the whole family's been sick this weekend, uh, including me, as you can probably hear. So, um, yeah, it's been a fun weekend. But we were uh, not going to let Jared off the hook because, damn it, this is our 100th podcast. Yeah, we made it. We got to the time. Unbelievable. That's right. Yeah. The Blockade Podcast, that little podcast about pinball, snacks, and movies, but mostly pinball, has reached 100. Yes, we have. Do we get a letter from the Queen? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't sell, celebrate no royalty over here, not unless it's, you know, a, a reality TV royalty. But uh... <laughs> We do. We do in the colonies down here. I would expect Colon- a letter from the Queen. <laughs> do you expect to be knighted? Sir, oh, Sir Jared of pinball? Sir Jared of podcast. <laughs> well uh uh we're gonna we're gonna start with our normal uh bout of frivolity because you know we gotta warm up um so let's start with snacks guess what this weekend was Jer- uh, Jared? it's slurpy day isn't it uh, well bring your, cup. bring your own cup slurpy day so that meant yeah. uh bringing in the pitcher and yeah. uh filling that bad boy up which basically equated to two uh extra large slurpees um, but for only a for only a buck fifty. Good time. That's right pretty there. good. Yeah, I bet you those machines hate that day <laughs> over there. They just—it's just slop basically for most of the day in the machines. They've—they've they've started to get at least smarter about the whole thing because they—the very first year they did it, they didn't have any restrictions on what kind of cup you could bring in. And I, yeah, people and I, bought it like pools. Yeah, yeah, the little <laughs> like, kiddie pool, meeting pools. It's like, oh, hey, thanks for draining the entire Slurpee for everybody else. And then uh, the following year, they dictated that it had to be a certain diameter. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they've gotten so savvy that now they've got a stand-up, a uh, cardboard stand-up with a hole cut out. And basically, you have to be able to fit your, your container through the hole. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, their, that's their measuring device. So I'm in there, and this guy comes in, and he's got a water jug. Uh-huh. And unfortunately, he didn't think it out too, too well in that the water jug was too long so he couldn't fit it underneath the spout except for putting it on an angle and the spout yeah. was your typical you know narrow water jug spout hole and so he's sitting there trying every configuration possible trying to get it so the slurpee mix actually goes into the the container it was like amateur oh, amateur I, amateur i was sitting there because i was waiting for my uh my flavor to finish freezing because somebody had just come in with a giant pail and filled it up to the brim <laughs> So there was nothing left in mind, the, the flavor that I wanted. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, mm, have you tried using a, a lid upside down as a funnel? Okay. Have you tried cupping your hand like this? Okay. Have you tried? And I'm like giving all these suggestions, I'm like being the slurpy sage. Slurpy sage. Yes. <laughs> have you sacrificed enough slurpy cups in order to fill up your, <laughs> fill up, fill up your vessel there? Exactly. Exactly. But then you had to go and ruin my day because you were like, "Oh, I can't wait to see the pictures." And I was like, "Mm. "Any pictures?" Mm -hmm. Doing it wrong, man. Although it's the same thing as last year. Exactly. It's going to be the exact same container. (laughs) Yeah. Does anyone is anyone smart and they go, "Oh, so 
it's a certain diameter. Well, I'll just like put an end cap on a bit of PVC pipe and bring <laughs> that in. You know, a 12 meter long PVC pipe with an end cap on it. Say, hey, look, it fits through the hole. Whatever. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, they also do. Yeah, I think they actually have a, a length uh, limit on it too. But yeah, I can imagine mm. you're making a Slurpee bong or something. Yeah, Slurpee <laughs> totally. Yeah, slam that one. <laughs> Ooh, man, would that be a brain freeze? Oh, <laughs> you'd have to have like this huge diameter pipe basically to suck it right? up. Right, right. Because there'd be so much of it. You wouldn't go drink it fast enough. Yeah. Challenge um... accepted. <laughs> if they ever do it yet, which they never will. <laughs> because Slurpees are so expensive here, eh? Like a large, which would be like an eight ounce, oh no, 16, 16 ounce cup here would be um, about $3 Australian. Oh, so, holy crap. That's a large? Yeah, it's a large. Our, our small yeah. cup is 12 ounces. <clears throat> and then the next yeah. size up from that is 22 ounces. Actually, well, I'm trying to get my ounces right. It's the same, approximately the same size cup as, as, I get so as well, yeah, it's 590 milliliters, which is i don't know what that equates to in um um imperial not imperial in american <laughs> um oh but, google uh, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um but i think we we actually have the yeah the 12 ounce cups here at costco so yeah it's about that size so they're not big and they're three bucks so wow. i know what a rip we get, we get gouged with australia tax here yes man Slurpee brutal Damn. which is why i never had them Damn. which is why places like mcdonald's and hungry jacks have a large one for a dollar that same size oh for, right right so you basically get yeah you because know, it's frozen coke yeah um not pepsi which i think is the people who make um slurpee nope nope it's mo the, the there are certain flavors at uh, 7-eleven you will always find you will always find coca-cola mm. you will always find wild cherry um and then you usually find like a blue raspberry. You'll usually find a pina colada. And then it starts getting mm -hmm. into the, the funky flavors. Um, occasionally, we get a Pepsi product in there. Like, so sometimes you get a Mountain Dew, frozen Mountain Dew. Oh, those are so yummy. Um, yeah. Right now, oh, they have... I've had that before. That's right now, so they have good. this funky one called uh, Pepsi Hot. What? It's, <laughs> it's, it's Pepsi with a cinnamon infusion. So when you drink it, it starts off sweet and then it kind of goes like a red hot was mixed in. It's really kind of a trip. That is that is bizarre. Yeah, at well, first I, I hated it, and now of course I get it all the time. <laughs> I can tell you for a fact in Australia that all the um, slippy products are made by PepsiCo. Um, there's no, yeah, there's no Coke Pepsi, here. Um, yeah, we got Pepsi in a number of different, like on you know the soda fountains here. Um, yeah, heaps. I think um, KFC here used Pepsi, and it's on uh, Postmix. So yeah, when I Pepsi. was when I was in Australia, what was that? Uh, almost fifteen years ago, <laughs> um, I couldn't find a Pepsi product to save my life. It was Coke, Sprite, and Diet Coke, and that was it. And then beer. Yeah, yeah. Um, now uh, you can get Pepsi everywhere. On mm. yeah, it's really common. Um, yeah. So there you go. Interesting. And then uh, the, the regional uh, variations, the yes. regional variations on Slurpees. Yes. Uh, and then on the uh, on the movie front, the new Alien movie just opened up, Alien Covenant. Covenant, yeah. So of course I had Good. to go see that the uh, the first showing. Um, yeah. I I really enjoyed it, but I will say this: 
if you did not like Prometheus, you're not going to like Covenant. Um, If you did like Prometheus, you're going to like Covenant even more because it basically answers gaps. It it fills in some gaps. It does a little bit of retconning, you might say. Um, People, Mm. issues that people had with Prometheus, they kind of went, maybe we'll make an explanation for that. And so they kind of did that. And in some Mm. respects, it even makes Alien 3 better because of some of the implications that happen in this, you can infer all the way to Alien 3. Hmm. So it sounds like before I even go and consider seeing this movie, I first need to go and re-watch all the Alien series because I don't think I've actually... You're going to hate me for this. I don't think I've actually ever fully seen an Alien movie from start Good to finish. God, I got my claws out right now. I'm going to just <laughs> shred pieces. Um, I, could, you, I could basically see the... Uh, <laughs> the extra mouth coming out of your mouth right now. <laughs> I'm about to take me. <laughs> um, no, in order to see this, honestly, all you need to see is Prometheus. All right, okay. Prometheus, and then I'll be up to date. Okay. I mean, because it, because it, it, that's the story. Because I haven't seen that either. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> I it's, haven't it's, seen that either. It's, telling, it's continuing the story from Prometheus. The other films, mm-hmm. it's more, I mean you might say that you'll just catch Easter eggs because you're familiar with the other films, but they're by no means required viewing. That's, I mean, that's what happens with a prequel, right? Technically you shouldn't have to watch the, the others should not have technically have to. No, that being said, you need to go watch my favorite movie of all time, which is aliens. (laughs) Yeah. Do it for great justice. Come on. Yeah. Watch it with the kids. They only love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. My wife won't. Cause I'll be going, Mommy, why is there a really big alien in the corner of my room wanting to yeah. eat me alive? Yeah. Why is it that I have not been able to fall asleep for the past five days? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it'll probably be me because it's it's a disturbing movie. Like it's it's really plays on on the the creep factor of a good horror. It's so good. I remember that. Yeah, that it's so suspenseful, and pretty much everything happens in the last thirty minutes of it. Well, um, I was I was kind of. Uh... I was messing around with that movie the other day, just seeing if it would play out with my TV converting it to 3D. Uh, no, it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> um, my TV was having my TV was having really spatial problems trying to figure out uh, the the algorithm of turning it into 3D. Because um, it's all dark. There'd be no ways of well, it's, it's dark and pointy things, and anything that catches the light, then the algorithm wants to figure out you know apply a depth to that. And so oh, there were God. things that were spiky for no reason being spiky. Um, lights on consoles were hovering above the consoles. Um, oh. Yeah, it was, it, it, yeah, it wasn't, uh, it didn't yeah. translate very well. Um, but what I noticed was it was a full hour and 10 minutes before you saw an alien. And, wow. Yeah. See, that's a big buildup, eh? That's <sighs> big. Right? I mean, think about it. Yeah. Think about them trying to do that in a movie today. No way. <laughs> No. If you don't see them in the first five minutes, people are walking out. <laughs> yeah, they got, this movie's crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> crap. So, crap. Anyway, what, so, yeah. But, but yeah, I'll just say, if, if you enjoy Prometheus, you'll enjoy this. If you hated Prometheus, you're just going to be hating this all over again. So, mm. that's Well, my, that's uh, good. That's a Chris's pro tip. Pro, pro tip. tip review. Mm. So, hey, why don't we, uh, why don't we talk about... What are we going to talk about? I don't know. What should we talk about? Oh, I know. Why don't we talk about us doing 100 episodes of podcasting? Hey, that'll work. That will Let's work. Do that. All right. Um, we, uh, first off, before we even go any further, I just want to give a big shout out, big thank you to Gord Lacey. 
Gord is the one that created the Pinball Arcade fans uh, website. Gord has uh, turned us into mods. <laughs> Gord has yeah. let us have us. Uh, access to certain areas of the forum so that we can communicate privately with each other, uh, specifically about the podcast. Um, he's really always been there for us and whatever we've needed, he's uh, provided. And I mean, without him, for absolutely for a fact, there would be no podcast because none of us mm. would have uh, met, you might say. Um, yeah, absolutely. We, we like to give credit to Farsight because without Farsight, we'd have no subject to talk about in our podcast. I mean, they certainly influenced us talking, but without Gord, there'd be nothing. Um, so oh, we would never have met. Exactly. No. That's yeah. exactly it. And this is the power of forums, isn't it? Like sometimes, oh, yeah, you know, Forums can be, you know, they have their challenges sometimes depending on the forum. But overall, Pimple Arcade fans is a great community and um, full of passionate pinheads. And um, I think you could, if you delve into some of the the less frequented areas of the podcast, uh, less frequent areas of the forum rather, there's a lot of good stuff to be had in there. And it is easy to make friends if you really want to. So, yeah. It's if you good. want to. If you don't want to if, make friends, it's really easy to make enemies. <laughs> yeah, it is. And that's when we step in. <laughs> <laughs> or at least we used to step in. Um, so yeah. to, to continue with this, uh, this very early discussion of the early, early days of our podcast, why don't we bring in a voice we have not heard in a very long time? Look who it is, Jared. It's Jeffrey Strong. It's Mr. Jeffrey. I got to admit, boys, this feels a little bit like the... The prodigal son coming home from a drunken reverie. And <laughs> right? <laughs> various yeah. various uh, forays into the never reaching <laughs> the netherworld. lands where I've been wondering for the last, I don't know how long it's been since I've been on the show, but it seems like it's been a while. Oh, it's been a very long while. Um, I'm not yeah. even sure exactly how long of a while is, but uh, here's the deal. Jeff was a moderator before Jared and I were ever a moderator. Hmm. And Jeff also went with me up to, or I met him up there at Farsight on, I think that was the second time I visited? Yeah, I believe it was. Yeah. Was um, October, was it uh, 2013? I believe so. And we went up there to yeah. go interview, uh, interview Bobby at Farsight. And it was one of those things where it's like, well, what, what can we do with this audio? Oh, hey, we can put it on a podcast. But by that point, I think we'd already actually started the podcast. Um, yeah, it started out as like a, just a and a with Bobby, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just mm. like something I was like, hey, let's... Because at first it was just text where we, we just sent him like five questions. Right. Oh, that's right. And, you were doing yeah. on, the, on the Pinball Arcade fan forum, you were doing Ask Bobby Questions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then we were like, hey, let's just turn this into audio. And I was kind of just doing a solo at first. And then... right. I think because we went up there together, we we're like, hey, let's just record this, do an interview up there while we're there. Mm -hmm. And it kind of just like, and then I think you had the idea. It's like, hey, let's do some banter and stuff like before the interview. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of like, at first it was a little like, we were, you know, just kind of getting warmed up. We didn't know what the hell we were doing, basically. Oh, God, did we not know what the hell we were doing? <laughs> yeah, it's <was> <laughs> <Those first, laughs> funny, because hey, those first 11 episodes have been lost um, when we switched over to the new um, Shout Engine um, provider. From the old blockade thing because of the um copyright um uh, trademark infringement issue um, which was that's another story oh wow. yeah that's another story um 
we uh, there was like a the first 10 episodes where we had all of us in um and those have been lost to history like they for some reason they didn't export so which i think in some ways is a good thing yeah, for the best they, yeah they were a little rough um, a little rough. um well let's, yeah. let's let's talk about how we even got <clears throat> to that point and that is we used to hang out in the uh chat room there was a yeah. uh, IRC chat room that Jared, did you start that or I was did. that also yeah, a board thing? That. That, was, that was when I was working at Red Hat and I was on IRC all the time. And I thought, hey, why don't I just go and set up a chat room on Freenode? And um, everyone, anyone who wants to can join. I put instructions up in the forum of how you could do it. And they would just go in there and chat real time rather than asynchronously on the forum. And um, uh, it actually took off. There were a few people that joined on a regular occasion there. Yes. Um, and most of the time, um, it was usually uh, Heretic was in there all the time. Um, and then, yeah, other people randomly came in. Some of them were a little bit um, troublesome, and I had to um, kick ban them. Um, but that was fine. Uh, so <laughs> it was a, a very lively discussion. And what it was was basically... Uh... Yeah, we would get there was there was a group of regulars and the among the regulars, Jeff was definitely one of them. Uh, Sean Don Carlos was always in there. Uh, Heretic was always in there. Um, Time Lord. Time Lord. Uh, we also yeah. have uh, Neglectoid and Delta Bonzo. Echo. Um, this guy Skillshot, who later became uh, Fig Jam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that yeah. was one of the people that Jared had to give the boot to. Um, yeah. But we would all we would all gather and. I mean, we would do things like what we called the, uh, uh, we'd race, which was we'd all load up Pinball Arcade, and we'd set a timer, and we'd say, go. And then we'd leave the chat room to go play Pinball Arcade for five minutes, one specific table, and then we'd come back, and then we'd post our scores. And if you didn't post your scores in under five minutes, then you didn't count, you lost. But yeah. you had to post your score, and then whoever had the best score, we were like, hooray, that's who won. And that's when we started then <laughs> firing off emails to Farsight saying, hey, we need an online mode. We need head-to-head. Yeah, which it was it really was all these years later. We might actually have <laughs> happening. Yeah. It's like coming out of beta. It might be ready for play in a month or two. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, eh? Yes, it was. But then we would also just have these discussions, and a couple of the guys would uh, have tipped back. Mainly, that was Heretic and Skillshot um, having tipped back a few beers uh, or other substances. <laughs> and, um, and we used to joke that it was like us sitting on bar stools uh, having a chat. And if memory serves me, Heretic was the one that suggested that we should do a podcast of it. And Correct. then for some unknown reason, I got nominated that I would be the moderator of it because I was somehow able to rein in the chaos. Yeah. Now, plus, we really thought you had a, a great radio voice, too. You know, I think that was. <laughs> Kind of tied everything together. <laughs> the the funny thing is, is now you can't get me to shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was always a problem. Though. That was always a problem. <laughs> but the, so the, we started really kind of banding around, going, "Hey, you know what? This is not a bad idea." And we were initially looking at it as a way to get people to more people to join the chat room, because at that point, that's all we cared about was you know we want people in the chat room. We didn't want it to. Uh, we wanted to be always lively and always busy. And uh, so it was like, hey, why don't we carry some of this attitude forward into the uh, into a, a podcast? And so that is why the name of our podcast became known as the Barcade, 
because we were like, hey, arcade, and it's like a bar in here, you know, it's everybody sitting back, and and we'd heard the term that uh, there was bars that were having pinball machines popping up and that they were known as barcades. Little did we know, and we would find that out uh, around episode 11. seven or eight, actually, that uh, <laughs> Barcade was a trademarked name owned by a corporation on the East Coast that had actual places called Barcade. And all of a sudden we had this podcast popping up and we had Twitter handle and they sent Gord a lovely letter saying, could you please maybe not use that name? And Gord yeah. chimed in and was like, uh, guys, I don't need a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and we went, okay. <laughs> yeah, let's change that. They were really good about it though. Like <clears throat> they, oh, yeah. they, they didn't get the heavies on us. They just asked us politely if we wouldn't mind changing. And we went, oh, we had no idea. Yep, yep, just leave it with us. We got this. Hold our beer. <laughs> you know. Jeff, what do you remember about those uh, those early podcasts? Oh, they were. Because you uh, were the one, you were doing all the editing. Or the, the, oh, you, were, yeah. the you were posting yeah. the, the, oh, the, the oh. podcast. You did, did all the audio and the recording. Um, it was pretty wild, man, especially when you had so many voices. Oh my god! Yeah. I mean, from an editing perspective, because you had to kind of like, you know, weed through it and get everybody, you know. To, to make it sound halfway reasonable and yeah so you had to do a lot of snipping and trimming as jared knows how it goes but <laughs> yeah you throw a bunch of voices in there and it definitely makes it a little more of a handful but yeah it was fun though i i mean i, I know we had a lot of good laughs a lot of good times a lot of joking around yeah. and some of those I, I know we had one uh what was the name of one of our early ones where it was just like so wild and crazy I well that would be the infamous episode three that featured the quiz uh <laughs> the, the the quiz was us speculating what the next season's tables were going to be, I believe, or what some tables were going to be. And the joke was that uh, me doing my hideous Irish accent to pretend to be heretic, um, my response always, <laughs> my, my guess, oh, I know, excuse me, uh, now I'm remembering what this thing was. I would read out clues as to what a table would be, and then everybody would take their guesses to what those tables were. Um, and the heretic's answer always was the Adams family. As family, yeah. <laughs> because at that point, we didn't think Adam's family was ever going to be a possibility to come into the game. And it got requested like yeah, that's right. five million times every day. You know, it was like the number yeah. one. Everybody's yeah. like, Adam's family, give us Adam's family. There's like yeah, so literally a new thread every week about requesting Adam's family, eh, Jeff? <laughs> exactly, like, yeah. It was nuts. It was crazy. So let's see if I can, let's see if I can drum up a little bit of what the... Uh, the uh, the the heretic voice for that was uh jared give me uh give me throw out a really bad clue for what a uh, pinball table might be um, oh, okay. like if you were to describe creature from the black lagoon in uh, in hint terms in hint terms oh it's got um hot dogs uh it's got uh four rollover lanes um it's got um two ramps one of which is a double stacked ramp um hey it's the adams family which <laughs> <laughs> <Nailed> it. <laughs> <laughs> then our response would be like well why is it the adams family oh don't you know it's got the it's got those hot dogs and you know who's always eating the hot dogs and i don't even know where i'd go from there i had the whole thing scripted out. <laughs> terrible i remember it, yeah, it was leaps terrible bits in there too you know to cut out the because he would you know, going to curse. Oh, yeah, swear. Yeah. And, and the, the best part about that whole thing was uh, Sean Don Carlos was not on board 
<laughs> yeah, he wasn't. Hey. He hated it. He was getting so frustrated with us, and that just made us giggle and laugh, and yeah, <laughs> thinking just, it was just the funniest back. thing in the world. Um, <laughs> but that that episode was absolute chaos. It was that I remember that one specifically. <laughs> just chaos. It was even yeah. entitled something like that, like chaos or yeah, yeah. It was it yeah. was good times. And then we had one that was called Much Ado About Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> I heard the joke was there, but it was that was another good one. I think some of those were really fun, even though they were you know a little rough around the edges and kind of just oh, oh, they're they're rough. Rough. I, a little. Yeah, I, I tried re-listening to a couple of them before that they'd gotten deleted, and I I literally was just like cringing. <laughs> <laughs> it was uber painful. Um, yeah, and and part of that too was we. Look, you had eight people in, we were trying to find a time slot that would be good for those of us in the U.S. Because at that point, Jeff, you were uh, East Coast. No, 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 that's, no, I take it back. No, you were, you were here on the West Coast by that point. Yeah, I just moved. Yeah, um, but Sean was in, uh, Sean and uh, Time Lord, they were both in Central Time. And then uh, Bonzo was in Europe and Germany. And Jared was in Echo Australia. Delta Echo was east, wasn't he? Was he east? I thought he was like what? Portland, I believe. Yeah, Portland. No, I think he was West Coast. Uh, yeah. um, but anyway, what you what we wound up having was this exceedingly narrow window of when everybody <laughs> could actually be live. Yeah. And we would spend like the object a was week. That we were gonna, oh my god! <laughs> it feel like a week <laughs> trying to organize the schedule. Yeah. yeah, because we would be like, oh, okay, we want to record once a month. Oh yeah, yeah, that's great. Well. It would take about two weeks, would you say, Jeff, for, uh, before you'd actually get posted? Yeah, I would kind of take my sweet time with the editing process. And uh, yeah, it would usually it was, be a little while. It was hard. Right. That's so, why. So the, yeah. so the podcast exactly. would just come on air, and then I'd be sitting there typing, okay, guys, it's time for another podcast. I'd be like, what? what did we just, it just got posted. I'm like, no, we're doing it once a month. Oh. And then it'd be like, <laughs> we'd be like, so when is everybody available? And yeah, Jared's right. It would take about a week just to try and align everybody's schedule. Um, and try and get it going and get it going up. It was, that was brutal. And then it's, we were doing 90 minute shows, I would say. On average. Yeah. Sometimes on average. And, and we'd sit there and try and be like, okay, here's what we're going to do in the show. And we'd, we'd assign times, (laughs) which is a joke, but we'd be like, okay, it's going to be five minutes for the, or three minutes for the intro. And then we'll do another five minutes of this. And then we'll, We'll have our small segment, which will last 15 minutes, and then we'll have our large segment, which will last maybe 25 minutes. Well, yeah, the small segment would wind up going a half an hour. The large segment would going 45 minutes. Um, yeah. And then Sean bless his heart with his Lost in the Zone. Oh. The, the never-ending yeah. Lost in the Zone, yes. It was, like um, sitting, it was like sitting with a professor in class, like going into great depth upon a, you know, well, Sean had an interesting technique. I was hoping Sean would uh, be able to call in today, and who knows, he might still in the time that we're uh, we're recording this. But Sean had an interesting technique, which was, I'm just going to keep on talking, and I'm never going to take a breath, and that way nobody can ever interrupt me to do anything <laughs> about what they want to talk about, because I'm just going to continue talking about pinball and how to play pinball and how to best get the biggest score, because if you can follow what I'm, what I'm saying, you're going to be able to get these really high scores, but first what you need to know is how to launch the ball. Now, in order to launch the ball, you need, and he would just go, and you're like, shut, 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 and, and he would just ignore you if you tried to interrupt. <laughs> yeah. He'd steamroll right over you. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, it was very well done, though. I mean, like, 
he covered everything there was to cover. As thorough as anything, man. Like, <laughs> and people is, liked it too. Yeah, they did. They actually did like the Lost in the Zones, and it was because of like Sean's knowledge of game rules that yeah. made it so good. But from a, a listening perspective, it was like a wall of sound. And if it was a table you didn't care about, there goes quite literally forty-five minutes of the podcast. Exactly, you just keep <laughs> um, fast-forwarding it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was a, it was pretty hard. Plus, we had some and, mic um, issues with them where he'd often sound kind of like robotish or something. Where you know, oh yeah, so. yeah, he was probably he had one of the worst mic um, setups um, of all the podcasters <laughs> there. When we alerted everybody that we were doing this uh, hundredth podcast and kind of sending out the invite for who could come, that was Sean's first thing. I hope my mic will be able. To- he <laughs> 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 was like, dude. <laughs> It was like, almost like listening to like a literal Android, like give you the pinball tips, you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 It was it was oh, good though. It was good. It was good. Um, so some other uh uh things that we had to deal with. Main one was how are we going to record this thing? How are we going to get everybody into the same environment uh to have a session? And so I think we we initially looked at Skype. I don't know. Did we ever do a session on Skype? Do you guys remember? Yeah, we we did a, we did a few on Skype. Um, yeah, and it was it was kind of a nightmare to record. Oh, oh that's really because of the conversion for you. It didn't convert easily. Yeah, I had to I had to do some jump through some hoops to get it to record. I had to use like some, to like uh, do audio pass through and all that yeah, sort of crazy virtual, stuff. virtual audio cables and stuff just to get. Oh. Cause, it, cause to get it the mics, you know, to get my mic to record and everything, it, right. it was a little bit of a pain, but it did work. That's um, right. But yeah, it was a bit of a logistical nightmare, but yeah, it worked out. It just took me about like a half an hour to set it up in advance. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had to use something like it was Soundflower or something like that, wasn't it? That you used. I think it was it. called a VAC virtual audio cable. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I, I I'd know. Use like, I'd use like two or three of those just to get it to work, and this is actually good. It, yeah, it, was, it, was, it was terrifying crazy. when when Jeff informed us that he was no longer going to be uh, doing this <laughs> yeah. recording and everything. It was terrifying because we're like, well, well, how do you do it? And he sent out this email. This easy <laughs> forty step process <laughs> to actually get the podcast to record. <laughs> we, I tried to be as detailed as possible. <laughs> we went, nope. And that's when that. Jared was like, you know, there's this thing called Google Hangouts. <laughs> Well, we had used Google Hangouts before. We were having yeah, it was, it was buggy. Yeah, we had some major issues. We yeah, I think it's come a long way since then. Oh right? yeah, it's solid. It's really good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used uh, we 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 went back to Hangouts for a little while, and then Jared discovered Blab, which I really liked. Blab. And oh, it was so good. It was really awesome. Really easy for people to to log into uh, to be notified that you're you're on air. Um, to find your your actual podcast, you know, if they just went to Blab, yeah, if it was live, it was like, oh, I mean, we had strangers logging in all the time. Yeah. Um, the the problem is that some of those strangers would want to talk. Oh, oh, there's that one <laughs> chick, right? She was like, oh, she went on this tirade about men or something like that. Yes, and oh, she was terrible. <laughs> we're, and we're, like, we're like, you realize all we talk about is pinball. <laughs> Well, that's your problem. And we're like, okay, we're going to mute you. Oh, <laughs> see you later. You're gone. Yeah, that was that was really funny, getting those random uh, callers in sometimes. Um, Harrison told yeah. me one time about where he accidentally had his mic on. 
and he was okay, kind of yeah. rambling along with the show and he had no idea and did this all get edited out because i went to check the podcast i was like i didn't hear any of that you guys must have no really no we didn't hear it out. either that's the funniest thing heretic thinks that because he this was only guy maybe a couple months ago uh yeah. he joined our podcast live and whatever his name is in uh in hangouts it isn't heretic so we had no clue who this person was that that yeah. popped on until they started uh, writing comments because we have a group chat and uh and this is why we we always encourage people hey if you want to uh pop in during our podcast we allow the chat to happen so if you want to post questions or whatever it's really good that you know that it'll help shape our show basically we may not put you on air but we'll be able to hear that so yeah. he was in the chat section and all of a sudden we heard like a cough or something and we're like oh hey your mic is live and so we we cut it well i guess that entire time he had been bashing us or or, or saying <laughs> snide comments but we never heard a single one of those well he was yeah. mortified thinking that we'd heard them all and uh, he was you know strewn throughout the podcast and we're like dude no seriously the only thing we ever heard was like a <clears throat> You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he doesn't believe us. He does not believe us and swears up and down. He's like, because we're like, we, we, you know, we want to get you on the podcast. We want to, you know, hear you talking. He's like, oh, nobody's going to be able to understand a word I'm saying. I've got the too thick of an accent. And we're like, just let oh, us. That rubbish. can be the comedy of it. Yeah. And yeah, yeah it, that completely scared him away for months. Yeah. <laughs> so close. So close. But so, so close. close. Yes. Yeah. So close. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, we we finally some of the other things that were in the early days we used to have a private chat room jared do you remember that the barcade yes that's right private barcade um, that's right that was because of one of the initial people that was going to join our podcast um just give a little history here of so of the voices that were always going to be in the podcast it was myself jared bonzo sean jeff uh, neglectoid time lord delta echo and then heretic always threatened that's why i always did his fake accent because we always talked about how heretic was going to be in the podcast and then he wasn't so it was like well we got to yes. have something representing him and then uh this individual by the name of Skillshot, um who was in the initial planning stages of the podcast you know he was in all those discussions about what we should do but it was literally mm. about a week or two before we did our first session that he went on a massive tirade and oh, he had yeah. a habit of going into the chat room and bragging about how awesome he was. Oh and yeah. Jared came up with, well, I don't know if you came up with, but you know of the acronym. Oh, no. Why don't you why don't you speak it out for us? Because it's yeah. better in an Australian accent. Skillshot got renamed Fig Jam. Now Fig Jam is an acronym. It's an acronym. It stands for Frack I'm Great, Just Ask Me. <laughs> and, and he would he would talk about how great he was and how awesome his a player was. Were amazing. He is top of the leaderboard. He like prepares for days to do the tournaments, like fig jam, man. And if he you had and if you had any issues with him, his immediate re response was, "Well, play against me, bra. Play against me. Come on, oh, yeah. shut me up that way." And we'd all just be like, "We don't care. Just it's like, be dude, quiet." This isn't like we're not playing for pink slips here, mate. It's just, you know, it's just pinball. We're just talking about pinball here, mate. Yeah, he was very. So I just want to. I mean, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to bash on the guy necessarily, but I do want to give credit that yeah, he was there also in the uh, uh, initial stages, uh, at least yeah. the planning stages of the, the podcast. There was a point at which he was fine, and then he just he just flipped 
I don't know what happened, but it, it just, yeah, he just changed. His personality changed, and it was not for the better. So we had to take action. Yep. So in yeah. November of 2013, we did our first podcast. Yeah. That's when it was. Almost, uh, what's it, what, three and a half years ago, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, Yeah, time flies. And things were chugging along. And by about episode seven, we started realizing that, hey, maybe we should have an external podcast page because um, we were clogging up the forum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we were using, because we were using the forum as the hosting site, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Uh, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. And so we, we decided to you were using like a mega upload or something. You know, I think you were using yeah. mega upload to put the episodes up. People could just download them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we realized that wasn't really being fair fair to uh, to Gord putting that kind of taxation on him on on the site, and plus, what happens if Gord decided to yank it? Uh, because we were like, "Well, that ain't good." You know, we want to we want to still have our our stuff. Yeah, um, be independent, right? And then we got the notification, and so we had about uh, changing the name. So <laughs> I found this, and I thought it was really funny. We we needed a new name for the podcast. And so we started spitballing what those names should be. So I'm going to rattle off some of the suggestions that were put out there. See if you guys think these are funny. Uh, so we had flipped off, ballers, <laughs> slam tilt, center drain, pin fail, pin bomb, the backstop podcast, pop bumpers podcast, pin geeks, pin fools, Z division, straight down the middle. <laughs> this one came from this one came from Bonzo, and you have to realize in his German accent, he wanted it to be P A F cast, so Pinball Arcade fans cast, right? But he pronounced it. He goes, "It did sound like Puff cast." <laughs> We're like Puff cast. That <laughs> 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 could be the Puff cast. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Jared in chat uh, found the blah blockade. And yeah. then we kind of were like, well, that's not too bad. And Jeff, you came up with Pinbar. Because you were like, well, that's yeah. not too far off the mark from Barcade. Yeah. And then the more we kind of let it roll off our tongue, the more we liked uh, Blah Blockade. And then again, Jared suggested, why don't we shrink that down even more to just Blockade. Um, and the, the origin of that basically was because all we do is chat. We go blah, blah, blah. We'd also kind of discuss yeah. the fact that, hey, because we talk about various other things, maybe we shouldn't. Uh, make it so much you about know, TPA. All about, yeah, that's all about TPA. Or uh, because our initial logo, we actually had uh, the pinball arcade in the logo. Um, we had it was all about pinball. And we were like, well, that's kind of deceptive to do that. Um, yeah. But among those, among the discussions with the with the names, because there were some people like, ah, it doesn't really matter what we call ourselves. And, and I said, oh, but it does. Can you? Because can you imagine being called? Fluffy Flippers Pinball Jamboree. <laughs> <laughs> to which everybody was kind of like, oh, I don't know, that's kind of fun. I like that. <laughs> so, but the blockade just had a perfect ring to it. You know? It did, it, it did, and it kind of sounded like Barcade, you know, muffled, but I mean, it really captured the essence. So um, in episode nine, that was when we officially became the blockade. Now, in retrospect, it probably wasn't the best name to actually go with because from an SEO perspective, it says nothing about pinball. Yes. So, yes. So search engines don't exactly uh, work well for us. Which is why when I set up the website, which I'm sure you'll be coming up with, um, I decided to add extra text around it. So it's the Blockade Digital Pinball Podcast, um, but it's still called Blockade. Yeah. 
Um, and I think that has helped a little bit with discoverability. And when you type in pinball in iTunes, it, it does pop up. Um, granted, we're like the 44th podcast that pops up, but uh, at least no it pops one up. gives us reviews. That's why yes. no one reviews the podcast. <laughs> Even if it was just five stars, nice job, guys. That would be great. Or yeah. four stars, nice job, guys. If it's one star, we, we'll just let you keep on walking. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. So hey, then, uh, you guys, you guys sell me a fiber. I'll go give you a, a review. Come on. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah, cash for Yes, <laughs> yes. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't there a uh, some uh, user farm in India that we can hire? They uh, give us probably right. Um, be rolling, rolling in the reviews, then, boys. <laughs> <laughs> By October of 2014, we came up with the or I, we we came up with the logo, and we all agreed on uh, the current logo that we use. Um. And then, you did. yeah, Actually, I did. I did take you, that. You. I'll, I'll take credit for mm. that. I still, I still wish that somebody that had good knowledge in, uh, good knowledge of of. Adobe Illustrator that they would come in and, and actually redesign our logo and or just plain good knowledge of logos. Um, you it, know, I need to professional touch. <laughs> it's funny you mention that because I actually work with someone who is an absolute gun designer and she is just so good at making stuff. And I was going to actually ask mm -hmm. her, I was going to, well, I actually wanted to, I don't feel right doing it for no money because she's that good. Yeah. I actually wanted to pay her some money for it, but I would like to actually see if she'd be willing to rework it. Um, so you and I will probably have to talk offline about this, about what we want that logo to do and how we want it to change. But I think there's a possibility she'll do it. She actually does do side hustles, so mm, I like I, it. I reckon she'd be she it'd be an easy job for her to do, um, based on the other work I've seen. Like she's a three D artist. She's amazing. Oh. Um, yeah, her name's Abby Shannon. She works for, with me at uh, Ladbrokes. So she's an absolute gun. And while I like I like our logo, it's clear that it was not a professionally designed logo. No, um, and you she could really whip it into shape. Yeah, you see it all the time with uh, different corporations. You know, throughout the history, you look at their logos; they're constantly changing them, um, and they they retain yeah. the feel, but there's something new and fresh about them, and that's what I I would love is retain the feel. And I think but give uh, give a new fresh take on it. And it'd be good too because I mean we could do like we could actually go and do a, a relaunch of the shirt and everything like that. What? Our t-shirts? Yeah. I Jeff, know. Did, you, and... did you buy a t-shirt? Of course you didn't. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my list, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's so on everybody's list. <laughs> segment here in Blockade. It's time to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> see the little hook come up from the side of the, the stage and pulls me off. You know? Right. Right. Um, and then I, I was just kind of uh, looking at further notes. Uh, Sean's last broadcast was the 20th episode that we did. That was in June of 2015. Uh, and why was that, Chris? <laughs> what are you saying? It's my fault? No, no, no. That was no, because that was when he did uh, his ACDC Lost in the Zone that I think lasted 45 minutes. It literally was a 45 minute Lost in the Zone. And then the very, the very next podcast, um, Sean wasn't going to be available. And I think I was frustrated with the length of that podcast. And so I decided to do a, uh, a Lost in the Zone on Big Shot because I could not think of anything more ridiculous of a table that needed a table discussion than Big Shot. 
and I did my best impersonation of Sean, and Sean was not happy with us. <laughs> yeah, I just that it was probably tougher than ever way for the podcast after that. That was yeah. specifically where I, I literally spent five minutes on how to launch the ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want everything in big shot was like, you're going to die. Yeah, oh, Everything's yeah, going right. to die. <laughs> I remember it vividly. It was fantastic. Because Sean did used to say that all the time. All the way through. He went with a, a particular <laughs> shot that wasn't going to work well. He was like, and then you're going to die. Your ball will die. So, yeah, yeah. if you want to hear the, the amusing <laughs> thing that probably sent Sean running from our podcast forever, it's, uh, I believe, yeah. episode 21. <laughs> and then we kind of, so Jeff, like I said, I don't know when you bailed from doing this it just kind of got tiresome for you i know that uh, it was kind of all the editing and stuff was just like all right yeah i was still i was still working quite a bit at that time i've i've since kind of slipped into retirement a bit but uh yeah it was just uh it just got to be a little too much with everything yeah. going on and my health issues uh and and whatnot so yeah i just kind of figured i'd turn the reins over to you guys and and I'm, I'm really and proud that, of what yeah, you guys have done. Yeah, by that point, we had kind of lost Time Lord, we'd lost Neglectoid, we'd lost Delta Echo. So, I mean, it was really down to basically uh, Sean, Jeff, Bonzo, and Jared, and myself. Mm. I was just going to say, uh, I don't think I was really playing the game too much at that time either. I think I kind of got a little disillusioned with the current state of it at that time. And oh, I, just, right. I didn't want to be yeah. too negative on the show. And so I was kind of just needed a break. Oh, that's right. Because that's when we instituted 60 Seconds of Rage oh, with Jeff. Right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. Which you could never pull off. I couldn't really muster it up. It. I, I gave it my own college best. You would get but... about twenty seconds worth of rage going, and then that would be it. It would be really funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have like the lung power to yell anyway. So, like, yeah, true. Kind of because you would start off all totally hot and bothered. You'd be like, I can't believe what they did, and well, you know, I guess we'll get over it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good. That was the good old days, huh? Oh, yeah. and then uh, so then eventually it got to the point where, uh, yeah, me and Jared were just like, you know what? Waiting a month, it, it we miss too many things, uh, too many announcements mm -hmm. pop up, too many things happen in the pinball. Um, it feels like we're behind, and we wanted to see if our numbers could increase with the podcast and how many people were listening. And so we came up with the genius idea in September of 2015 to start recording weekly. With the idea that, you know what, we'll do short podcasts. They'll only be like a half an hour long. How's that working out for us? Yeah, never, <laughs> never. It's, it is really pretty much an hour every episode now. Um, and that's because that seems to be how it works. Yeah. Like it, it just organically goes an hour. So yeah, whatever. Whatever. So yeah, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jared. Yeah. Guess what? We have, we have a guest, a call-in. We have a call-in? This never call happens. <laughs> what is going on? Hey, joining us from uh, Farsight, this would be Rob, also known as Flippy Floppy. How's it going, guys? Oh, good, hey, Rob. Man. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem. So, uh, as you know, this is our uh, our special 100th episode of the, uh, the podcast, and uh, we just wanted to say thank you to you guys at Farsight for uh, all the info that you give us and uh, uh, leak to us and then hope that we don't uh, mention all over the air. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are the feedback you guys give us. So, you know, it's always fun to bounce information off you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. curious to know, uh, 
because I know that a few of you guys at the uh, at the studio do it actually listen to the podcast. Um, what are the moments that you guys go, yeah, when we do the podcast? And what are the moments that you go, oh, God? <laughs> uh, I would say those moments are like basically like when you guys are calling out the bugs and everything like that. It's like, you know, we generally know all the bugs. And when you're calling them out, we're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> but you're talking about bugs on older tables, especially because we're like, man, we wish we really could address that. And, you know, it's like, hey, you know, we can still fix that. So, but then again, you just spent the past month doing exactly that. Yeah. On what tables we could. We couldn't do it for all of them, but uh, we're definitely making an effort to do it on a lot of the tables. How was that uh, for the entire studio to to kind of uh, take that pause? Um, it wasn't the entire studio. Okay. And we're still working on Stern, and mm-hmm. there's a lot going into that. But the, there's a part of the studio that wasn't working on Stern, so we were uh, taking that time to go back and fix some of the older tables. I mean, did it feel nice to kind of like... Did you feel kind of the, the weight, the pressure come off of you, or was it a whole new set of pressure? It was a whole new set of pressure. I mean, it was great because, I mean, <laughs> the amount of stuff that we're facing and doing, you know, I'm pretty happy with what we're getting done. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, a lot of these tables have, like, totally new feels to them and everything like that. And then, like, where we're at with Black Knight is, like, really exciting. So I'm kind of, like, excited to get that emulation in going and then getting the new... uh play field art in and then get the lights off, you know, looking nice and everything and redo the tuning for that table. So I'm really excited. For that. that would be good. Cause I refuse to play it until you guys do exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That is going to be pretty good. I know it's a very much an often requested table to get fixed. So that's going to make a lot of people happy. Yeah. I mean, the table has been riddled with bugs and then ever since I first started playing, it's just been kind of a nightmare just listening to it. So. Do you think this might become an annual thing that you guys uh, do, or is this just kind of the the one-off and you'll go back to trying to pick things off as you can, you know, month by month? Definitely an annual thing. Nice. Um, That's very good. I've been, like, we've been trying to do two tables every release where we at least address some of the bugs. Yeah. And we're just getting better at it. And with uh, the QA department and everything like that, just getting them fixed. So... It's just uh, it's just getting better, and we're just uh, able to address more tables now. So that is that is excellent news to hear. Well, hey, um, we we know you're busy. We also know that you've uh, uh, got the the phlegm bot going all over, up inside of you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll get we're kicking in. <laughs> so we just want to say, hey, uh, thank you to you guys. And uh, if it wasn't for Farsight Spinball Arcade, we wouldn't be doing our podcast. So, you guys for doing the podcast. What's that? I said, thanks for doing the podcast. I love listening yep, to you. No, no we, we have an absolute blast doing it, and uh, we appreciate all you guys' support, too. Oh, yeah. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Rob. Talk to you later. Thanks, Rob. Yep. Have a good one. Well, that was really cool that he called in. Yeah, it was awesome. We love Rob. And I mean, and it, it goes without saying, we, we love the guys up at Farsight. Um, we love their work. And, you know, for, for any amount of complaining that we do about the game, it is so wrapped up in how much we love the game. Um, yeah, we do I mean, it because we're passionate about it. And that's absolutely. why we, we identify bugs and things that we know would make things better. And as Rob says, you know, they know that they know about the bugs. Yeah. And they don't like us telling it. Uh, like reminding <laughs> them about it. But you know, it, you it's, know. It's, it's one of those things too. Uh, prior to Pimble Arcade coming out, I was playing uncharted three nonstop 
and I was playing either Guitar Hero or Rock Band or DJ Hero. Those were those were my yep. go-tos. That's all I played. And then all of yep. a sudden, this game comes out on PS3 for me. I didn't have a, a phone that could do it yet by that point. Um, but it came out on PS3, and I completely stopped playing those games like Cold Dirty. Uh-huh. I could not get enough of, and we're we're talking six tables. So it was playing, yeah. I, and I wasn't playing Black Hole. <laughs> and and I it was, was rubbish when it was first released. Um, yeah, it was rubbish, and I was so it was a, a Theater of Magic and uh, Ripley's. Ripley's and Tales of the Arabian Nights. And then that first uh, table pack, I believe, was Bright of Pinbot and Medieval Madness. Yes. So not a bad follow-up DLC, really. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was just playing the crap out of those. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's why. It's, and, and I always say, if you loved the game back then, you can't help but love the game now because it's vastly improved since when it started. It, yeah. It's just one of those things where... And I think we all kind of come to this point and then you have to move past it where it's you think about the potential of the game and you think about, oh, wouldn't it be great if, and then you realize, okay, you know what? I'm asking the game to be something that it isn't. I need to accept the game as it is. And once you reach that kind of point, then you just kind of go into this flow of this is all good. I like this. This It's kind of like, it's kind of like expecting Zen to wouldn't it be great if they made a table that was completely real world based and didn't have any animations on it? Well, that ain't yeah. Zen. <laughs> that's that's, not there. Yeah, that's right. No. They'll never do that. No. So yeah, I think um, people get because of their passion, they get too tied up in what they they think is necessary to make the game better. And the the fact is that it's not the priority of the studio. Their job is to preserve pinball. Yeah, and every every single table that they have released to date has done that. It's preserved the fact that you can actually play these tables digitally with the sounds and um, all the lights and everything like that working the way they should, except for maybe some of the scripted tables. Yeah. Um, um, but you know, they all do exactly that. They we've got eighty tables now. That's a pretty amazing arcade to walk into virtually. <laughs> So yeah. yeah, I have to say as an outsider looking in, so to speak now, because I really haven't played the game very much, but uh, I'm really impressed with what I've seen, uh, you know, the, the bugs they've been fixing and, and all the, the work that they've done to polish it up lately. I have to say it's pretty impressive. And, and, and the new tables they've been adding have, have seemed to kind of want to lure me back in a little bit with some of the old school stuff, you know, like Paragon coming and, right. and uh, some of the EMs they've mm-hmm. added and stuff. So I'll have to uh, give it another whirl sometime. I, I just oh, have so sure. many games now, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> my attention, so it's it's hard for me. And having my own pinball machine now in the house, it's like, hey, you know, I can just play that when I want my pinball fix and stuff. So. Hey, Jared. Guess what? We've got yet another phone call coming in. Oh, another one. And this one is also from Farsight. This would be Mike Lindsay, the community manager, among many other things. Hey, <laughs> Mike. Hey. hey, what's up, guys? Well, you know, we're just uh, recording this hundredth episode. That's all. Yeah, I know. Man. Congratulations on that. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Um, a question that we uh, we also have talked to Rob, and so now we're going to throw this to you. The same question that we threw to him, which is, what is the part about the podcast that you're like, yay, you enjoy hearing? And are there parts of the podcast you go, oh God, please stop talking about that? 
well, honestly, I don't think there's anything I don't want to hear about. And, uh, and obviously, I think my favorite is just... No, oh, we might have oh, lost no. him. I think he, Mike is actually in the car. <laughs> he is in the car. Looking, looking at the... Uh, um... and, and, you know, when... Oh, there he goes. Now he's oh. back. Okay, well, you, 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 uh, we, we you froze you, there. <laughs> you, you froze right on your, your favorite part is. Well, my favorite part is just hearing about us, hearing about pinball, obviously, man. Pinball is yeah. the best thing. Well, we certainly uh, enjoy talking about it, as you can tell. <laughs> how has how it uh, uh, been trying to do both the Stern Pinball Arcade and Pinball Arcade at the same time? Uh, it's definitely been hectic. Um, but it's fun, you know. It's it's yeah. exciting to get the uh, the new stern tables. That's. I was going to say your your collection gets a little a uh, little pricier uh, uh, there at the studio with those uh, tables coming in, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Has there been a table that um, is on your wish list? I mean, obviously you can't discuss what's coming up in season seven, but is there after this many tables that you guys have put out? Is there anything that you're still just like jonesing for that you hope to get put into the the game, whether it be one of the stern tables or uh, the regular Williams Valley kind of variety. I think, um, I mean, I always say this, I really want to have Metallica in the game. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And that's, that's one of my favorites. Um, and I'm not really a hundred percent sure if we're going to be able to do that or not, but if we are, that's going to be amazing. And then we keep on, we tables, keep on thinking that, we, that it is just because of the fact that they're doing the vault edition. And that seems to be like, it would open up the opportunity again, but you know, <laughs> that's yeah, just us. Yeah, that seems like it'd be pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah but old, older <laughs> yeah. tables, what do you think for the older tables? Oh, it's really hard. Cause we've done, uh, we've done, you know, it's, I'm trying to think though, Jurassic park, you know, is what people are asking for. And it's something that I think I would enjoy having mm-hmm. mm. get the fans pretty excited. Johnny mnemonic. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. Um, what about you guys? You know, well, for me, my standby is always roller games. Um, I'm not going to be happy till that's in there, but uh, my, I, I always say my holy grail table is for you guys to get to NBA Fast Break. Oh, yeah, that's actually, I would say, my the one that I really want. Especially and then, uh, like, be since able to link it with someone else's device, right? Bingo. <laughs> it's, it's to be able to have it linked and play against somebody that way, I think would be so fantastic because very few people... Think, yeah, very few people have ever played it linked in real life. So, no, I certainly haven't. Yeah. I've played a lot. Yeah. So, I've only played it once linked in, uh, in Pittsburgh. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's, it kind of adds a whole different flavor. Yeah, definitely. I think for me, it's probably Bonsai Run purely because it's a unique table and there's not a lot of them around from what I understand. They're a little bit rare. Um, what kind of, uh, what do you guys got to coming up for? Well, I mean, with you, it's always traveling to these various shows. What are your next shows yeah. you got to go to? I assume like California Extreme is probably going to be coming up. Um... Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, there oh, we yes. go. There we go. Yeah, we're driving. It's kind of spotty out here. Yeah. Yeah. Are you actually driving Sorry. down the mountain at the moment? Yeah, we just got down to the bottom, um, and we're uh, just pulling into a shopping center to get the last minute stuff for uh, for the trip. Hey, Mike, I just want to say uh, thank you for the support that you've given us. You, you gave us uh, codes when we were doing Game of the Month. Uh, or table of the month, you know, uh, tournament of the month, whatever I was calling it back then. <laughs> and uh, you guys have been always very generous <laughs> with uh, with the info. So just thank you so much. Uh, you guys definitely are uh, a key component to our podcast. Right. Well, you guys are uh, you guys are very welcome for everything. If you can hear me, and uh, I just also want to thank you guys for uh, for all the coverage, and congratulations on hundredth episode. And uh, I'll on uh, when I get back. All right. Thank you so much, Mike. Talk to you again soon. 
See you later. All right. See you guys. And that was Mike Lindsay from uh, Farsight, the uh, the community manager, among many other tasks that he does. <laughs> yeah. But if you ever if you but, ever go to a show and see the Farsight booth, Mike is going to be one of the uh, guys that's uh, always manning the booth. Yes, he's good people. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, obviously, talking to Mike in the car that can pose some issues now and then. But oh uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It, it's it's the uh, the joys of being a community man- manager on the road. Yes, but we um, appreciate it all the same. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, before he called Jeff, he started to mention pinball. When we first started this, we dreamed of having our own machines. Yeah, we sure did. And I I uh, I was kind of lucky as a kid. I grew up. My parents had an old EM that we had. I think we picked up at a yard sale or something. Garage sale. Yeah. And uh, all right. Yeah. So we had that back in the day. And I used to just sit on that, you know, just sit in front of that thing. I'd, I'd even like do my homework on it, use it as an actual table, you know, yeah. it was like a fixture in our living room. So I was just like, oh, wow. constantly, you know, pretty much attached to the thing. It was just like my childhood, basically. So I'd always dreamed of having another one. And, you know, I'd, I'd been shopping around a Craigslist for the last few years and moved around a lot. So that makes it really difficult when you're moving across yeah. the country. It's not exactly easy to transport a machine across with you. So, no way. so I figured, you know, I'm finally settled in here in California and I, you know, I figured it was a good time to test the market a little bit. And uh, I found a pretty good deal on a old Gottlieb that I, uh, I really like the wide bodies, you know, there's just so mm-hmm. much to oh, shoot yeah. for and everything and, and stuff. So I found a good deal on a circus and uh, the guy delivered mm-hmm. it and everything. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll pull the trigger on this one. Cause I've been shopping around, really hadn't seen, you know, too many good deals mm-hmm. as far as in my price range. Cause I want I didn't want to spend, you know, over like, you know, I was looking at you know even five hundred bucks or less if I could pull anything right, off, right? Which is a little tricky. But so uh, is Circus an actual EM or is it a solid state? No, it's a solid state. It's it's, solid it's right it's right on the edge. You know, uh, right? Uh, Eighty, I think it was. Okay, so, so like right. very early um, Gottlieb System One sort of thing. Yep, yep. Mm. It's a it's a tank for sure. It's a beast, man. It's the, <laughs> it's the extra wide body, so it's even oh, wider than it. So it's like practically square. <laughs> yeah. It's uh it's pretty gargantuan. But uh Is it the same era as Genie? It is the same era as Genie and uh yeah. what else? There's a there's a couple other ones too. Try to think off the it's top of my head. It's just such a beautiful, a beautiful era of pinball where Oh, the artwork is just amazing. I guess it's the same guy who did the original Slimer for Ghostbusters back in the day. Oh wow. Did that work oh really? Movie? Yeah. Oh so, right. A Chicago guy used to do a lot of old comic books and stuff. So this is one of his last pins, Man. I guess. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of cool just to have a little bit of that history there. The and, thing uh, I love about that era of tables is the, the play field is so immediate. Like, it's so close to the glass that yeah. you feel like you're, you're right there. It's almost like when, you know, as a kid, if you try and draw a pinball machine, you, you don't draw any depth into the play field. It's just, like, always, <laughs> like, things sticking out <laughs> from the glass. Right. Yeah. It reminds me of that. Like, the, that era of table, everything is just there. It's just really nice. And there's so much going on in the play field. I mean, almost every mm. time I look at it, I see something new. Like, you know, there's like little giraffes and clowns. There's probably like 20 different clowns scattered around. So there's just so wow. much uh, depth to the actual art too as well because everything's kind of layered around. And that was all like, you know, they didn't have Photoshop and stuff back then. So it was all just, you know, right. the dude just went crazy with the, the play field. It's really cool. And the back, the back class as well. And it's still working pretty well for you? Yeah, working pretty well. Like I, I just had the initial maintenance. You know, I get the flippers up to up to snuff and everything. Uh, my yeah. roto target's kind of been acting up a little bit. 
Oh, it's got a roto in it. Very nice. Yeah, but it's kind of a uh, kind of a, a bear to deal with as far as repairing mm. it, though. I guess because they're yeah, very hard to maintain. Yeah. Yeah. The the guy I had working on, it, he told me he only knows like maybe one guy who can actually fix those, and you gotta like right. you gotta take it out and ship it off to him. Do all so, right. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a huge ordeal um, to get that fixed. So I, it still scores and everything. It just doesn't always spin completely. So okay. okay. So and it's sticky. It, yeah, exactly. And it, it's it's a little hard to get the ball because it's all the way up at the top left of you, th- you think about where Genie, where those top left drop targets are with the two yeah. yep. up there. That's where the roto target is on this, and it's got a couple flippers up there. They're closer together, but it's a little hard to hit that roto target anyway. So it's not essential to scoring, so to speak. I mean, it's sort of like a nice feature, but not really. Yeah, it's crucial. a nice feature, but you can you can still totally enjoy the the table without it. So, which is what I've been doing. So yeah, um, as far as restoring and stuff, I kind of like the old, as far as, you know, the cabinet and the back glass and everything, I kind of like the old kind of weathered look to it. Yeah. So mm. I, I'm kind of leaving it as is. Well, so, that's, yeah. what, that's what I'm discovering is that uh, uh, although I completely appreciate a table that's been blinged out and just looks absolutely, you know, gorgeous and the corners are so sharp you can cut yourself on them. Totally. I, I know that I will never pay that much money to have it put into that. So I need to make peace with the player's look and uh, enjoy things that way. Um, you know, so long as they play good, who cares what they look like, right? Yeah, and the thing is, too, like, I'm the kind of person when I have something that's totally brand new and kind of mint condition, anytime it gets, like, a tiny scratch on anything, I'm just like, no, you know, just oh. kind of... <laughs> so <laughs> to have this, this thing, like, in that shape, I would just be, like, OCD around it, you know, like, oh, you know. So as it is now, it's like, hey, you know, give it give it your best, you know, nudge, yep. the, nudge the daylights out of it and everything. So I, I'm totally yeah. cool with the way it is, and I think it just kind of looks like something straight out of the early 80s, which is amazing, you know. Perfect. Yeah. yeah perfect. So I'm very happy with it. So a few a uh, few weeks ago, Jared had sent your guys questions that uh, uh, he'd asked you to send in over to huh. Zolt from uh, what are they known as? I always want to say Ask Homework. I know that's not what they are anymore. They're they're called Magic Pixel. Magic Pixel. Um, that's right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, in the in the in the older podcast when Bonzo was with us, we used to do uh, what do we call it? Something theater. Um, Blockade Theater. Blockade Theater, that's right. And we would have Bonzo yeah. read the responses from Zolt because Zolt didn't feel comfortable enough with uh, his grasp of English to actually do a live interview. So that's why we did the um, did the Blockade questions and sent them. Yeah. And now they're from, we, I think, like Hungary or something of that nature is where Zachary I think the, so. They Zachariah. But we always found it funny to have, to have Bonzo reading the responses so they became German. Well... Bonzo wasn't able to join us today, but we have to read them in German. So I'm going to uh, do a terrible accent once more. So we're, we're, we're going old school. We're bringing in Chris's uh, poor impersonations of a German person doing an impersonation of a Hungarian person. <laughs> so what could possibly go wrong? What could possibly go on? So here we go with a little blockade theater. I'd be love it if we had the music for this. Um, but uh, I'll have to see if we still do. Yes. Uh, it might be somewhere. <laughs> here we go. Blockade theater. Jared will read the questions. I will read the responses. Okay. So for the first general question, um, has there been any progress on Tropical, Granada, and Top Hand as future tables for Zachary Pinball? 
development of tropical granado and top hands tables have been great got stuck because of lacking of materials and the information mm, okay yeah i understand now how about this are there any plans to digitize another company's machines once zacharia is complete it would be good to digitize pinball machines from other companies but we rejected this idea because of expected high licenses fees. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Okay, so here's another question that um, you can feel free to answer or not, but are we going to get any Jersey Jack pinball games? Of course we are. If they give us free license, their pinball team <laughs> within a week. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> okay, just, just, so just, just some mobile questions. Uh, folks, please, please send your hate mail to blah blah blockade at gmail.com. Attention to Chris. Attention to Chris. Yes. Apology, Zolt, if you this are listening worst, to this. I, I can't even call this a German <laughs> accent. It's like, I, maybe I should do these next ones as an Indian accent and really piss people off. Um, I feel like no, I'm watching Hogan's Heroes or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, you yeah, have ways okay. of making you talk. <laughs> okay, for the front of it, I'm going to read these next responses in a uh, faux Australian accent so Jared could uh, laugh. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so mobile questions now, Sol. Um, when can we expect an update for the mobile versions? Yes, that'll be a huge update for them. All the new features and table. Oh my God, that sounds horrible. I'm doing my heretic. <laughs> sounds like heretic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to do these as heretic instead. Okay, excellent. <clears throat> yes. That'll be a huge update for them with all the new features and table steam version has. Based on your play, you'll be expected to release this update at around August. Of course, some of the new features are required better hardware, so some of the legacy devices will not be supported, such as iPad 1, iPhone 4, etc. Uh, yeah, right. Okay, so okay, so on mobile, will the remake tables be available on mobile with perhaps a potential update? Boy, of course. They'll be available as new DLCs. We'll try to keep graphics and object details of PC version as far as possible. This means a mobile version will have almost as beautiful quality as PC version has. Oh, that sounds pretty good. We're looking forward to that. Okay, well, how about this one? For mobile, will a further mobile update have achievement-based unlocks? A little bit like the bookkeeping oh. functions and hidden tables as they are on Steam. It'd be great if mobile versions would have the same achievements that PC version has. Oh my god, my wife's yelling at me to stop it. <laughs> okay. Uh, She's giggling you. <laughs> it is terrible. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Oh, it's got to be a different voice, though. The main problem is limitation of achievement number on Game Center and Google Play service between 100 and 200. That means we should remove many achievements or develop an achievement system to handle current 2,000 plus achievements. What's she saying in the background? She said, am I trying to be Dracula? Okay, I'll do Dracula. <laughs> this last question. <laughs> oh, man. Um... Oh, dear. Okay, this is the last question, um, Dracula. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> um, so for console, will Zachariah Pinball be coming to PS4 or other consoles? And if yes, when should we expect it? We have taken the first steps to develop. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing there. Um, okay, we have taken the first steps to be developer for specific consoles. Registration procedures are still under consideration by those companies. We will be able to start development of console versions as soon as we have an approval 
and get development kits. We can't tell you any date now. Thank you. Oh, We'd like to thank you and all of our fans for your for your and their constant support. Well, thank you very much, Salt, for um, actual Salt, not Chris Bad impersonation, <laughs> no, no, Salt. No, for for actually taking those questions again and answering them. It's uh, I know from my perspective, it's been really interesting watching how that particular game has evolved and just the amount of stuff they pumped into that feature in most cases without actually asking any more money. So yeah. if you paid, if you paid for the original like um, mega pack, you just kept on getting tables. I, it was amazing how they actually did it. So good on you guys for doing that. And I think capturing the Zachariah pinball collection and the way you have is um, if it's just for the fact of preserving it for um, future generations, it's just been amazing. So great work guys and keep it up. Uh, we also want to uh, just real quickly say thanks to Jeff. He had to uh, he had to leave. He was getting called away. He spent way more time than we expected him to stay with us. Um, yeah, but just so thanks heaps for coming, Jeff. Uh, absolutely, and thank you so much uh, for again everything you did at the start of us doing the podcast because we had no clue. <laughs> I think yeah, you for sure, mate. You really set the pace for us and and showed us how to actually produce something that was worthy of actually being uploaded and shared with people. So yeah, thank you. You've definitely set the pace there, mate. Um, while we're on the thank you kick, uh, I want to give a huge uh, thank you to Mike Levitt, who is the man behind uh, Wizard Amusements, who has sponsored us. Guy, going back almost... I wasn't able to nail down a specific, but I think he was within the first sometime in the first town episodes um yeah i believe it's been a long time it yeah. has been a long time and you know he was he basically was like hey are you looking for a sponsor and we were kind of like yeah we don't know what we you know we didn't know what any sponsorship entailed at that point and uh you know he makes these shooter custom shooter plunger rods which are pretty cool if you ever see them in person and uh so he just basically offered it. And he was like, Hey, if, you know, if you want to be giving these things away, um, you know, as promotion, that would be, what would be cool. And so we took him up on that. And when we started doing for a year and a half, the table of the week tournament of the month, we were giving away shooter rods, uh, as prices. Yeah. Mike was more than happy to provide them and, uh, send them out and get them going. And so that was really, really cool of him to, to do that. I'll tell you what, if I had a pinball machine, I'd totally get one. They look amazing. The amount of work that goes into each one of them. The the detail on them is incredible. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wind up getting an eight ball for, for mine at some point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's gonna look awesome. Did the does he have anything for firepower? No, I asked him. Yeah. Uh, yeah absolutely uh, nothing it's, for firepower. It's a bit too generic. <laughs> it it's is a little bit too generic, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And at one point he was making uh, uh, a xenomorph head. And so I might actually, if he still has those, maybe I'll purchase that and put that on firepower just because, you know, aliens, why not? <laughs> you can maybe do the planet. Imagine if you could actually paint up the planet. Yeah, but for, I like, uh, but what he's really good at is doing these full sculptures. Oh, um, yeah. Like 3D sculptures. 3D sculptures. And mm. so, you know, the ball is just kind of boring. But, I mean, what am I going to do on A-Ball Deluxe? you, you got to have it's it. Gotta be, it's going to be an It's got to be an A-Ball. Um, but for firepower, I'd much rather have something that would be <clears throat> sculpted than the boring planet. Um, yeah, so. huh. yeah, but well, thanks again, Mike. You're a legend for supporting us for this long, and we really thank you. 
Uh, we also want to say a uh, shout out and thank you to uh, Bobby Larcher, who is, or was, <laughs> I should say, until just this week, uh, with Zen. She was their community manager. Um, she had uh, been willing to do interviews with us and uh, got us uh, a little inside with, uh, with Zen so that uh, we have a contact point there. Uh, but she's been always very kind to us and forthcoming with information too regarding uh, any of the Zen tables. Mm, absolutely. So yeah, good luck, Bobby, with your future adventures. Oh, no, I'll definitely be following along to see uh, what you're up to. So uh, best of luck, and thanks for all you've done for us uh, with the podcast. We also want to give a huge shout-out to uh, Sven, also known as Xenia. Uh, he did just what would have been a monumental task for him. He made it so much easier, and that was he created the software that we used for our tournament of the month. I mm. did two tournaments, I believe, where I was just doing it by hand and collating data, and it would take me about two hours to get and then post and then have to go back and correct because I would enter something in wrong. And he came up with a spreadsheet that wound up allowing me to do the entire thing in 15 minutes. I know. So incredible. I would have, yeah, I would have given up on table of the month if it hadn't been for him because it was just... An yeah. insane amount of work, and he just made it exceedingly easier. And he did that all for free, and that was really cool. Plus, he's come on the podcast uh, numerous times and uh, chatted with us. Yeah, good on you, Spain. You're a legend. We absolutely need to say thank you to uh, to Bonzo and to Sean and to Neglectoid and Time Lord Bill and Delta Echo. Uh, you guys were all part of those uh, first few podcasts, and although they were rough, they were a hell of a lot of fun to do. <laughs> and I think in a lot of ways, they were formative for what we actually do today, mm -hmm. um, for sure. So yeah, without that initial um, influx of ideas and voices and um, both difficulties and joys, it, I don't think the podcast would be where it is today without it. So yeah, thank you all for what you've done and what you contributed. And ultimately, we need to thank you, the listener. Uh, we like to say that we do this even if we didn't have any listeners, but truth be told, it's a lot of fun knowing that we have listeners. <laughs> um, yeah. The amount of joy we get when somebody tweets back at us or sends us an email and tells us they enjoy the show. Um, just the other day, we actually got feedback from someone saying that, you know, uh, Farsight should perhaps feature us on their homepage because it was like free publicity for us. And, you know, that sort of stuff. It's, it's great to hear yeah, that. It actually makes Yeah, it's really good. Because so, otherwise, me and Jared would just, you know, have Skype sessions uh, weekly and just talk with each other and not bother recording mm. it. But uh, knowing that uh, it's, it, I think the biggest, the, the the one moment that I really enjoyed the most out of hearing what the other people listen was when, and you'll have to, maybe you remember which podcast it was that said it, but they mentioned us and they were like, yeah, they actually talked about like movies for 15 minutes. We can never yeah. get away with doing that. We have to talk yeah. about pinball the entire time. And it was pinball like, podcast. The pinball podcast. Don and Jeff um, from the pinball podcast uh, was saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess we could do that. It's like yeah, such as the flexibility of blockade. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I love that little uh, sense of jealousy uh, with what we do. You know, we may not do it better, but uh, we, <laughs> we get to have fun. Yes, we get to do a different. So. Um, and again, with you, the listeners, you guys have uh, you, you're you're willing to go with us on that ride and uh, allow us to, or allow me, because 
Jared never goes off on a tangent. Um, <laughs> allow me to, usually. to go to go uh, way off the pinball map and into other strange territory. So, yes, and uh, as as we get this thrown out from the peanut gallery, we have to think, <laughs> we have to thank the wives that allow us to uh, step away from the kids for this uh, hour that we do every week. Um, yeah, so we can uh, record so the record the session. Hours, one hundred hours thereabouts of off time. <laughs> now uh we're gonna we're going to close out this podcast in the usual way which is uh hey why don't you go ahead and follow us on twitter follow the main podcast at blockade or you can follow myself at shut your traps jared is at jared morgs you do that you'll get our little uh, uh asides and notes and what's going on during the week little comments um if any news drops we tend to retweet it and uh, pass that along for you. So it's an easy follow. We don't uh, spam you with a ton of junk. Uh, sometimes we go entire weeks without anything. So that happens too. Why don't you go mm -hmm. ahead and check out our website? It is blockadepinball.com. There you can find all of our past episodes except for those first 10. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to, uh, like to, I was going to say, um, to interrupt you there, I probably do need to give a shout out to the reason why that website exists. Ah. And it's it's the tooling that I use um, to actually make that website live. And it's a blogging platform called Hubpress. Um, I started using Hubpress about two years ago and became basically their community documentation person for it. Um, and I now know, I've actually met the developer when I was over in France. Um, and we caught up and had some very nice croissant and pastry over in um, the park in Paris. Um, and I, to this day, it's still great to actually work with a guy. And uh, it allows me to quickly get um, blog posts up uh, and episodes each week um, using a, a format called ASCII doc. It's very quick, it's very lightweight, and um, it would be a lot harder to produce uh, websites of that quality if I didn't have that tool in my arsenal as, a, as the post-production engineer on the podcast. So thank you to Hubpress. And um, thank you to Anthony, who is a developer on that. Also, a big thanks for everybody that bought our T-shirt because that's uh, what is paying for our domain fee. Uh, yeah, that's to right. Even, to even allow us to have that. So yeah, um, if you if you <laughs> if you wonder why we have the website and why we were selling T-shirts and why we continue to sell T-shirts, uh, that is that is the reason. You know, we we weren't uh, pocketing this for our own gains. It's purely so that we can keep on doing this. Um, yeah. So if you if you find it that you totally enjoy our podcast and uh, you know get value from this and you feel like you want to kick something to us, you can either buy the T-shirt and uh, we'll use money to further years of being able to host this, or you can uh, do as other people have had, which is you know there's that old uh, PayPal drop, <laughs> yeah, which we're, which we're never opposed to, but uh, it keeps it'll keep us running for a little bit more. Yeah, that's right, and it really it really helps us keep things moving along. And, and uh, thank you to all those people who have already chipped in a little bit. Yes. Um, if you want to chip in another way, that is drop us in the email. I mentioned it earlier, but our email is blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com. Tell us what you want to hear about on the show. Uh, if there's anything that's popped up in your mind, if there's a uh, comments that you've had about a past show, uh, we will bring those up absolutely in a future podcast and, uh, share because we're always looking for show ideas so that's another way that you can uh, contribute and we love it 
And if you're not in a position to contribute financially or anything like that, you can always um, leave us a review on iTunes. I know I always say that, but it actually does make a difference in the way the podcast filters on iTunes. Um, so if you haven't yet and you are listening through iTunes for the podcast, it'd be great if you could actually just leave us a really quick review. doesn't have to yes. be long. Um, it'd be really appreciated if you could. Okay. And uh, because he's been begging to, and he always begs to be on our podcast, I'm going to let my son join us for this 100th podcast. Come here, buddy, and say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. Check out my YouTube channel. No, don't advertise your YouTube channel. Okay, go away. That's enough for you. Did expect him to do that. Jeez. <laughs> and the Vita Gallery are up. So I love it. Right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, if you do want to check out Mason's uh, YouTube gallery, go back through the last couple of episodes. There's links. Um, yeah. Uh, in there for it. Um, so, yeah, have fun with that. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, hey, uh, this has been a lot of fun. Really appreciated uh, catching up with Jeff. Next no, week, so we good. will hopefully be talking about Paragon because I'm it's, it's going to be close to being out of beta or maybe even being released. I don't know. But hopefully mm -hmm. we'll have to get some hands on on that, which will be exciting because we haven't been able to talk about digital pinball in some time other than just bug fixes. And that means all those bug fixes will have been put into the game proper. So you guys will have to so. get, your, uh, get your hands on these things too. Yeah, on mobile. I can't wait to try some of these fixes. Eh? It's going to be so good. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. I've been playing the beta on Android, but I'll hold my, I'll reserve my judgment until next week. Yes, because I haven't mm. got a chance yet. Okay. No. With that, we need to say adios, mahalo. Not that I'm Hawaiian or anything, but you know, it felt like saying that. Uh, Avir uh, what else? I don't know. Sayonara, ciao. And see you later, blokes. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye. WizardAmusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. WizardAmusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball. <laughs>